I'm Kayla. And I'm Lance. We are the Jaded Roses, and this is our Broken Mirror. Where we deep dive and take a really good look at ourselves, each other, and everything around us. Let's just hope we don't get any glass lodged somewhere unseemly. So we are immediately launching into this next recording, so no follow-up story time. Nope. But we are going to uh, try to complete our uh, delve into the tarot deck by going through the minor arcana. Because they are minor, we don't have to go into such great detail. Mm-hmm. The big things first, as we discussed in the previous episode, the suit of pentacles can change its name. It could be coins. I think I've seen one other word for it. But each suit uh, represents a facet of life. And they are also each associated with an element And those facets of life, as well as their elements, tie them to specific major arcana that kind of rule over them. And we hinted at them before with, um, like, Temperance and the other water one. But especially Temperance uh, being very heavily connected to uh, the element of water. Uh, We can start with the Suit of Cups, which the suit itself deals with emotions and relationships. And because it's connected to emotions, its element is water, which is also tied heavily to uh, temperance. And uh, the other major arcana, like the moon, is typically shown with water. You have the swords, which I think could also be called knives in some decks. And they they deal with actions and truths and discovering the truths and concealing the truth and conflict particularly internal conflict and their uh, element is air you then have the wands who which are concerned with spirituality inspiration uh, more of like the motivation to do action and their element is fire for that reason because they are the inspiration for action and then you have the pentacles or the coins which are concerned with career and finances And their element is earth. Oh, that makes sense. Um, Because they're very worldly. Uh, The big thing with the Minor Arcana is that they are broken up into 14 cards each. Uh, Just like the suits of a playing card deck, you have ace going from ace to two through ten. And then you have, instead of a jack, you actually have a knight and a page or a squire or a knave, I think is what you said yours was. The numbered cards, ace through ten, tend to tell a story concerning with the facet of life that the suit belongs to, uh, whereas the uh, face cards tend to be representative of ideals, uh, possibly people, uh, characters in the story, and possibly uh, people in your real life. But generally, they are more about ideals and the embodiment of certain ideas. Mm-hmm. The Aces for all of them tend to denote uh, new beginnings. Oh, okay. As you would expect. The um, Ace of Cups is generally talking about a budding relationship or a budding aspect of a relationship. The Ace of Swords is telling you it's time to face challenges 
take action. The uh, Ace of Wands is telling you it's time to be daring and brave. It is inspiring you to move forward. And the Ace of Pentacles or Coins is indicating to you that the seed of productivity has been planted. So it's up to you to grow that plant. Wow, okay. Like, yeah, the just like in real card and playing cards, uh, generally you do want to see an Ace. An Ace is a very good card to get. With maybe the exception being the reverse, because that's a, a negative aspect of the starting or the inspiration for something. The twos in each of the suits tend to be a representative of two people, uh, some sort of duality, a partnership kind of thing. Like The two of cups is indicative of a partnership, two people coming together, working together. It could also be seen as like your starting to navigate inside the relationship that the ace set up the two of swords is generally shown with the two swords crossed against each other and that's representative of a stalemate that is uh, and it could be a good or bad stalemate it is two ideas or two people opposed to each other but neither of them is making headway okay could also represent avoidance of a conflict uh, the Two of Wands is typically lending you the courage that you need to follow up on the call to action that the Ace was. And in the theme of, you know, two people, uh, it could be indicating to you that you need to look to someone to help inspire you to do what it is that you need to do. Then the Two of Pentacles is about uh, self-confidence and self-actualization. Again, leading from the uh, theme of the seed been implanted from the ace, uh, the two of pentacles is showing you that you have what it takes to grow that plant that the ace planted. Oh, huh. Even though uh, you may need a bit of assistance, because again, the twos are generally meant to be read in the context of like a relationship to people. The threes can vary, but they're indicative of the first sort of like hardship during the story. So with the cups, it's encouraging you to reach out to your community, reach out to your friends. You're going through a tough time. Again, the emotions, the relationship suit is telling you, you need to branch out. You need to reach out to people in order to, further your emotional growth the swords mine really encapsulated this but with it being the suit of strife the three represents loss heartbreak sometimes betrayal and like for my suit it has the three swords piercing an anatomically correct human heart wow okay the wands three of wands uh, is encouraging you to take a very long hard look at your situation it wants you to take a step back i do believe it's generally depicted if there's a person it's generally depicted as they are far away and so they're they're looking at you from very far away okay not always but it it is encouraging you to take a step back and reevaluate you know what brought you here and where you are and what you're doing uh the three of pentacles or coins also encourages you to branch out it is telling you that teamwork is going to be necessary in order for you to reap the benefits of the worldly struggle or strife that you're facing. 
So the the fours tend to be instructions for the next step. So you've faced the fact that you have a problem, but you haven't quite solved it yet. It's just the threes instructed you like you're going to have to do this. Yeah. Okay. So the following up to that, the fours for the cups indicates uh, opening up. It's letting people in because just like with the threes saying you need to reach out to your friends, your community, um, the fours is telling you you're you're going to need help. And it's okay because needing help is part of life. The four of swords is sort of, uh, in my opinion, antithetical to what the swords represent, but it's instructing you to rest. It is time to contemplate and prepare for the rest of the journey that you have coming up. Okay. The Four of Wands, following up from its uh, instructions from three being to take a long look at what brought you here, the Four is instructing you that it's time for new personal growth. It's time for a new stage for you. And more often than not, that means breaking some of the bonds that you have forged up until this point. So this really is like, uh, the minor so far is definitely more about giving you like plot details. Right. It's almost like the major arcana are, you know, if you make like a storyboard mm-hmm. and before you write any words to the paper, you're just like, I know I want this theme in this general location. I want my main character to learn about strength at this particular plot point. I don't know what happens around it. I don't know what happens before or after, but I know I want it here. Yeah. And then the minor arcana come and like, okay, well, we're going to help construct the story immediately around that theme that you just made that's kind of what their job yeah that makes a lot of sense following up on the three from the suit of pentacles or coins which told you that teamwork would be necessary the four of pentacles or coins is instructing you that it might be time to relinquish some of the control you don't have to be the head of every table so it's just letting you know once you bring all of those people in, you don't have to be the commander. You can give them some responsibilities to help. So maybe you're getting overwhelmed and you want to pass off some of your responsibilities to somebody else. The fives tend to be more setbacks. Not necessarily all negative, but we we will see a theme in some of the odd numbers that they tend to be more negative than the even numbers. Oh. The five of cups indicates a loss. Again, this is in the context of emotions or relationships. So it could be you lose a friend, a loved one, a relationship ends, you know, but it's not major. It's not like you're getting the death card. It could be indicative of, I don't know, you get into an argument with your mother and y'all stop talking for like a week. You know, that's obviously going to affect you, especially if you talk like every day. Mm -hmm to your mom but you will come back and you will recover it's not going to be completely life-altering to go through the five of swords indicates aggression and dishonesty again these are reflective conflict i i see the suit of swords as the suit of strife so it is telling me that most likely to myself i'm going to be overly aggressive i'm probably going to lie to myself about a situation I need to be cognizant of what I'm telling myself and what I believe about said situation. 
the five of wands is probably the least negative of all of these. It's just telling you it's time to have patience. It's time for you to persevere, not necessarily. So it's not really inspiring you to go get. It's more of like, be patient. Like you're going through a tough time right now, but be patient. Just make it through this and it'll be better later. And the five of pentacles or coins does indicate uh, some sort of career or financial hardship. And it instructs you to take time to reflect on yourself, your wants, your needs, your little world. But so, yeah, so odds are usually more negative than evens would be. Usually. usually okay. um, so we, so we don't, we don't necessarily count the ace as an odd but so far we've had the twos generally are good. The threes don't necessarily reflect a negative thing, but they're kind of like instructing you to think about a negative situation in a certain way. So like they're talking about a negative situation, but they don't themselves convey something negative. The fives are almost undeniably negative. They're talking about loss. They're talking about hardships. They're talking about <laughs> deceit. And, you know, that's, that's probably the darkest that we've dealt with so far from the minors the sixes i do believe are kind of like in the same spirit as the threes and fours it's kind of like the sixes instruct you on how to deal with the situation that the fives brought up the six of cups is telling you that you've spent too much time relying and thinking about the past which the Five of Cups had to do with loss. So if you are reminiscing about something that you've lost too much, you might see the Six of Cups pop up. And it's telling you, hey, it's time to, to let that go. We need to turn toward the present and the future more so than the past. Because we can't undo what's already been done. The Six of Swords concerns recovery. It can also indicate travel. I'm not sure how to tie this back to the five, which was aggression and dishonesty, but you are healing from whatever or whoever was hurting you from the five. But in the right context, particularly with like the chariot, because that has to do with travel and movement. If you see the six of swords alongside the chariot, it could mean that you're going somewhere. Like, physically, you're traveling. But not always. Wow. It could be one of the 15 other definitions. The Six of Wands is assuring you that a goal that you have set for yourself is within reach. So following up from the Five, which was telling you that you need to be patient and you need to persevere through a tough time, the Six is encouraging you that there is the light at the end of the tunnel. And it's coming up. Hmm. And then you have the Six of Pentacles. Which, uh, following up from the five, which was talking about hardships and it's time to focus on yourself, the six encourages you to take stock of your material resources and pay more attention to them over your immaterial resources. Not necessarily ignoring, because you don't want to ignore like your friends and whatever yeah. so that you can make more money, but it's saying that something's coming up and you're probably going to need focus there. more money. Or something's coming up and you're probably going to want to spend more time at work. Okay. You know, it's not encouraging you to adopt a negative behavior. Yeah, yeah. I get it now. Sevens are a little weird. So now we're getting to the point of the story where like different parts of the different stories are kind of overlapping. Oh, okay. 
The Seven of Cups encourages you to survey the control that you have over your relationships and emotions. Whether that be you need to give up some control or you need to take back some control. Like I know me, I tend to get lost in my relationships, particularly my romantic relationships. And so seeing the Seven of Cups would remind me that I need to maintain my own individuality inside a relationship. That makes sense. The Seven of Swords indicates a hidden dishonor or the fleeing from a problem. So again, swords is the suit of strife. So it's telling you that either you are directly running away Mm -hmm. from a conflict with yourself or with someone else or there is somebody close to you that is lying and that will lead to a future strife between you and that person or between you and yourself wow keeps getting heavier (laughs) right it's about to kind of get good the seven of wands is talking about some sort of current conflict so we're seeing a little bit of overlap with like the swords who are all concerned with conflict the wands now are saying that you need to pay attention to whatever problem is in front of you don't look to the past or the future for an escape you need to deal with what's what what you got in front of you the seven of pentacles encourages you to rest take a step back and reflect again this is in the context of your earthly possessions and your earthly abilities you know if you've been overly stressed at work and you see the seven of pentacles it might be encouraging you to not pursue other options but at the very least look and see what other options you have the eights kind of break the negative mold because the eights tend to talk about negative situations but the eight of cups indicates that it's a time for change and time to move on so kind of following up to the six and seven Mm -hmm. of cups which was focusing too much on the past and re-evaluating how much control you have over your emotions and relationships the eight is encouraging you to pursue other options to just you know sometimes we do just need to know when to throw in the towel and go about our way the eight of swords Mm -hmm. which i think i brought up a couple episodes ago is about restriction confusion and powerlessness it is generally depicted with a woman being surrounded by the eight swords stuck into the ground but because they are spaced so spaciously apart she doesn't have to stay there even though she does so generally i read it as a self a self-inflicted problem a self a strife with the self more so than anything somebody else is doing to me it's it's something about the a current situation that i'm thinking about wrong and i need to reevaluate okay so it's not really a negative it's more so like calling you out and saying reevaluate this it's almost kind of like uh, the hanged man where like he put himself there so it's it's just reminding you like hey you're in a shitty situation but you kind of did it and you can undo it that makes sense the eight of wands reminds you that uh, swift action is needed so something is about to happen or something is happening and you need to make a decision swiftly if not in context with some sort of decision making question Uh, This one can also indicate travel. So, you know, there's that. And then the eight of pentacles or coins indicates dedication. It is applying all of yourself to achieve whatever goal you have set. Again, this is for worldly possessions and worldly abilities. So, like, if your short-term goal is to get a promotion 
it's telling you you're going to have to give everything to it. Wow. So the nines are kind of split down the half. Half are positive. Oh. Half are not. Well, that's a cool change. But, since they're odds. Right. Yeah. There's not there's not an overarching theme to this one. The nine of cups uh, tells you it's time to indulge. It is a time for pleasure. Um, again, this is for emotions and relationships. So, you know, drink and be merry mm-hmm. kind of card. The nine of swords is their first negative one. Uh, it's indicative of worry, guilt, and anguish. And that's a nine of swords? Yeah. So again, suit of strife. So it's reminding you that uh, ain't nothing all good and cheery in the sword land. <laughs> the nine of wands is another kind of negative one. It's uh, it's not encouraging you to go forth and be merry like the cups was. It's telling you that it's time to be cautious and pay attention to what's around you. So not negative in itself, but especially for the suit of inspiration and action and motivation. Uh, this one's kind of doing the exact opposite. And then the nine of pentacles or coins tells you that it is time to enjoy and share the finer things in life. So it's another indulgence card. Again, worldly possessions and worldly abilities. So it's telling you maybe it's okay if you splurge a little bit and get that video game you've been wanting or treat yourself to a nice dinner just for you. You know, whatever it may be. The tens, the final slate in the story. This is the culmination. This is what we've been striving to get. Uh, In general, the tens uh, tend to represent completeness, perfection, that kind of deal. The ten of cups represents contentment and the end of hostility, again, in the context of emotions and relationships. So that is a, it's an honest and fulfilling relationship. The ten of swords, again, suit of strife the ten of swords tends to represent uh martyrdom and bottoming out like hitting your your rock bottom okay so not necessarily a positive (laughs) completion Mm -mm. but it is complete (laughs) whatever it is at least there's that i guess balance in all things i guess uh the ten of wands indicates that it's time to take pressure off yourself so you have completed your journey it's time to let yourself have some room to breathe without pressure from you or the suit of wands and uh naturally the ten of pentacles represents material success lots of money lots of ability you done did the damn thing (laughs) so that was the story of the suits it will get a little muddled, and I know I had said it to you a little while ago, but my understanding of the minor arcana, particularly in the numbers, is that um, it's more about what you feel when you see them. Like, you have the definition, but like how you feel about it when you see it will tell you how to read it. Yeah, I've heard that before. And particularly when they're paired with the major arcana. Yeah. Because the majors direct everything. So. Well, that was a lot of information. So again, the face cards of the suits tend to represent ideals. They could be actual people. You can think of them as certain characters or traits that you would need to have in order to make it through the stories of the suits. Mm. Which is Trials and Tribulations of Life. Yeah. For the pages, uh, or the knaves in your case. Yes. The One of Cups indicates that you will receive good news and have a joyous future. Ooh, very positive. In the reverse, it could be not so good news, or it could be good news disguised as bad news. And it could mean that you will have to work, or maybe you are apprehensive about uh, having a joyous future. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Swords. Yes. 
Every, every time I touch a swords card, it, I feel an energy to the sword suit. And I, I think I said it a couple episodes back. I used to get swords all the fucking time when I read for myself. Oh, okay. Which makes sense because I'm at war with my head like constantly. <laughs> but the page or knave of swords indicates justice and fortitude when dealing with the suit of strifes. It helps to be balanced and, you know, maintain your cool while you're fighting it out with yourself yeah. or with others. The page or knave of wands indicates that there is an opening and it is imminent. So it could be there is some sort of opportunity that is very quickly leaving your space. And it could be a good or bad opportunity. It could be life changing. It could be life reaffirming. Love spectra there. Right. It's very vague. All of Mm -hmm. these are vague. So the page of pentacles tells you kind of like with the wands, uh, you have opportunities to prosper again in earthly possessions and earthly abilities. So maybe it's indicating that that promotion that you wanted or that raise that you Mm -hmm. wanted is coming up and you need to do carpe diem to get it. So this is where the more of like ideals starts because the page, the knave, they are basically the messengers. They're telling you, hey, this is coming. But then they kind of leave because they've done their job. The knights, kings, and queens are the embodiments of ideals. There's something that you either are or should embody moving forward. So the Knight of Cups represents the the balance of feeling. Maybe you're starting a new relationship and you're just head over heels for them. The Knight of Cups is reminding you, hey, check yourself before you wreck yourself. The Knight of Wands is authoritative, knowledgeable, and logical. Making sure that you approach a problem with all the knowledge possible and apply it equally across all time and space. The Knight of Swords is probably the one that I struggle with the most trying to embody, particularly because all of my strife is internal. So yeah, it's hard to remain logical when your brain's against you. Yeah. The Knight of Wands is charming, adventurous, and passionate. So again, this is the suit of inspiration, of motivation. So he's he is the embodiment of that, that self-motivation. And the Knight of Pentacles represents, or he is hardworking. He represents stamina and dedication. So sort of a, a follow-up to the Eight of Pentacles, which was about dedication and applying your all to a goal. The Knight is the embodiment of that so the queens and kings are the ones that can represent people actual people in your life uh they can also just be standing for the embodiment of their ideals in your life that's interesting really up for interpretation once you start getting here but the queen of cups is loving intuitive and stands for inward reflection so when I did my readings, if I wasn't getting a sword, I was generally getting a cup. <laughs> and honestly, the Queen of Cups loved to pop up for me. Uh, you might know that I'm uh, I'm a caring person. Uh, once you get into my circle, you don't really leave it. I, and I'm constantly reflecting inward, hence why I, the swords tend to be drawn yeah. to me. But yeah, the Queen of Swords represents honesty, wittiness, and experience. So I think she's generally portrayed as a little bit older than the other queens because she is supposed to convey that experience that she has. 
how I tie it in is that particularly because I interpret the swords as being an internal strife for myself, it's hard to remain honest. So when I see the queen of swords, it's reminding me that I need to really be honest with myself about a problem Mm, or about, and especially calling on my past experiences where I have led myself down a really dark path because I was lying to myself about what I was feeling or the reality of the situation. Right. The Queen of Wands is attractive, wholehearted, and energetic. So again, she is nice. the call to action. She's motivation. She's inspiration. So she makes you want to do shit. I like her. I'm sure you do. <laughs> the Queen of Pentacles represents nurturing, resourcefulness, and trustworthiness. So again, being very earthly. The earth is the ultimate nurturer for us, as well as resourcefulness and trustworthiness. So she's very earthly. She knows the limitations and tries to overcome her earthly limitations by being so resourceful. And the queens tend to represent, as we could probably guess, uh, feminine energies. They tend to be uh, women in your life, that kind of deal. The kings tend to be males, and they are more masculine energy. Personally, I don't like seeing a king in a reading especially if it's in reverse because personally I struggle with a lot of masculine energy problems and it's sort of like it feels like the cards are like flying it up in my face that I'm not overtly masculine I don't seize things you know the king of cups represents wisdom calmness diplomacy and tolerance so he is what seems to be a fairly good ruler The King of Swords is intellectual, analytical, and ethical. Uh, The King of Swords is pretty much the only sword that I like getting. (laughs) Shocking. Not surprising, as I just said. Pretty much the only king I like getting. Mm -hmm. He's the one that inspires me to really change how I think about something, because I have that ability. Oh, that's good, though. The King of Wands is inspiring, charismatic, and bold, in the suit of motivation. So he embodies all of that to the nth degree and the king of pentacles is adept reliable and supportive again the earth is our greatest supporter and being adept and reliable he goes hand in hand with the queen who is resourceful and trustworthy wow again that's a lot of information that was a lot so i mean it's interesting though because again it's like minute details um that can be helpful in understanding what the cards are saying though overall Right. And the biggest thing, since to me, at least, I'm sure many tarot readers will disagree, but to me, the connection to the card is what's important. So I don't rely so much on like the textbook. This is what this card means. It's more of, I have a general idea and it's how the card makes me feel when I see it in a reading is how I apply it. Yeah. I've tried to get better about that. I'm still not great about reaching for feelings of the cards, but... You're not good with feelings in general. Wow. No need for a call-out. <laughs> <laughs> no need for a call-out. Look, I just fucking beat myself up for 40 goddamn minutes. I can get one swing at you. Uh, I didn't beat you up, though. <laughs> no, I beat myself up. I know, that was the thing. So, so I just, I was I was lashing out. Uh, we all learned something. <laughs> Alright. Is that a John Mulaney joke? What about a John Mulaney joke? 
Whose joke is this? No, it's a Bo Burnham joke. He was lashing out with sexist language because somebody hurt him. We all learned something. <laughs> oh my god. I knew I got that quote from somewhere. As I say, do we want to try and do a three card with the whole deck now? Yeah. Okay. So, the way I do three cards is I tend to ask a very specific question for each card. Um, I don't think everybody does that. I don't think that's, like, standard. For me, it just helps to, like, concentrate the energies. So, like, while I'm shuffling, I'll tend to be like, in this upcoming week, what problems will I face? What should I do to overcome them? And uh, what good fortune might be brought to me? And then I kind of, like, recite that a little bit. And then once I feel like I've shuffled enough is when I'll pull the first card and I'll ask that first part again, that what what kind of challenges will I face this week? And then I put it face down. Some people will flip it up as they go, but I like to, I'm, I'm theatrical. Yeah, I was going to say, I put them um, all down, mm. but what I do is, um, and I was like, this is what I was just taught to do, is to think of your question while you're shuffling. Mm-hmm. But I usually was just told to do like a standard question. Okay. And it'll show you um, what needs to be done and what's going to happen pretty much. So like this time I just thought again about uh, my week in general to see how that was going to go. Right. One of my least and my favorite things about tarot is that it's very, very subjective. Mm-hmm. It's very um, individualized. Yeah. I was just going to reiterate, as long as, to me, as long as you feel the connection to the cards, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't quite yeah, matter definitely. what you do. The uh, the cosmos knows, like, oh. The cosmos. She's only drawing four cards, so let's give her everything she needs in those four. Yes. Who wants to share first? Well, I'm just now flipping my card. Okay. My first one. I haven't flipped yet, so. I guess it's on okay. you. I was going to say, I just flipped the first one. So, um, I got uh, the High Priestess. Okay. Um, so Knowledge. Mm-hmm. Knowledge. Uh, she's facing upright. Yeah, just knowledge. Knowledge and purity. Basically. You're going to have to know things. Yes. That's, you know, makes <laughs> <Something>. sense. <laughs> okay. Then I have Knave of Sword of Wands. It's Wands. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> Knave of Wands is a... An opening is imminent. You have a, you have yeah, news and announcements. Opportunity for something. Hmm. No idea what opportunity could come my way. Did you do everything but... right set up? or? I think everything's right side okay. up this time. Yeah, sure. everything's right side up. And then I got three of coins. Slightly negative. Reaching out to community? Teamwork. Yeah, I was going to say, mine says uh, for three of coins. It's mastery, skill, and accomplishment, good reputation in work slash business, and expertise built on experience. Honors earned. So, so, no things, opportunity, yeah, experience, and then the suit of pentacles. <laughs> That's weird. Well, let's reveal yours first before I start thinking about this. Okay. So, for the problem... The chariot. So that's inescapable. This is... Ooh, okay. So a chariot is motion and generally like an aggression 
Perseverance and Vengeance. It is also my card, astrologically. So I'm going to have some sort of problem making it through, which you didn't have to tell me. Thank you. (laughs) But thank you. I appreciate it. I was not expecting a major in my problem. Yeah. The how should I approach or think about the problem? I got the Ace of Pentacles, which was the seed of opportunity has been planted. So maybe I can, I guess I'm, (laughs) fuck, Uh, I'm going to have a hard time staying at work and uh, (laughs) I need to remind myself that I got to make that money. Yeah. And then the good fortune is an inverted five of wands. What does that mean again? So uh, time for patience and perseverance. So maybe it's not the time for patience. Maybe I need to, well, no, because that was my good fortune. Good fortune on inverted parents. Maybe I'm not gonna like, or maybe it's not coming soon. Because I was just saying, maybe I'm, it's not I, coming soon. Yeah, maybe I'm. Because I did say I was about to take a week off of work. Yeah. So the chariot is about perseverance. Mm-hmm. Five of Wands is about perseverance, but they're fighting each other. So the chariot's gonna win. So my problem is gonna be perseverance. But my good fortune is inverted. Yeah. So you're going to have, like, trouble sticking with it. Mm. And it's going to become, it's going to have a problem base that you're just not, you have to really kind of force yourself to either deal with at a time or deal with long term. Is that kind of what it means? Just, ugh, I'm so rusty. I'm thinking that the chariot is telling me I'm going to have a problem with action mobility and perseverance ace of pentacles is telling me i need to be concerned with beginnings earthly new earthly opportunities and beginnings the five of wands was my good fortune and it's inverted so it's a good thing that's inverted so maybe the chariot is telling me i'm gonna have a problem persevering but maybe the wands is instructing me that I don't have to persevere. Am I going to get a job oh. offer? Oh, okay. I mean, I don't that see why because I haven't put in any applications. But maybe I should. And maybe that's what it's indicating to you. Maybe uh, the university will get back to me like three months before they're supposed to. I was going to say, the first thought I had was the grad school application, honestly. <laughs> I mean, that'd be nice. I mean, yeah. Maybe I accidentally read for a few months down the road. I'll keep a log of that. Well, I'll at least let you know because y'all ain't gonna yeah, get this definitely. episode for another couple weeks. So, yeah, we'll find out. But anyway, you just asked about your week in general, and what did you get? Yeah, I got the High Priestess, mm-hmm. the Knave of Wands, and three of Coins. High Priestess is the embodiment of knowledge and purity, and that's gonna be over everything else because she's major. The knave is telling you that there's an opening that's imminent. So there's probably going to be some sort of opportunity to exercise your knowledge or purity, possibly. Oh, that'd be fun. And then the three of coins coins is, you're just talking about experience and maybe it's saying you'll have an opportunity to exercise your knowledge maybe your purity but knowledge seems better for the three of 
coins because the three of coins is talking about your experience and drawing on past issues you've overcome. So maybe there, I mean, there's an opportunity for you to use your past experiences to exercise your knowledge and embody the high priestess. That would be cool. That would be a good way to mm-hmm. Honestly. Whether you'll take it or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that was, that was a pretty good read. The only other bit mm-hmm. is that you can have clarification cards they're not usually necessary as you just get more practiced at reading and being able to call up what a card means to you yeah you won't really need a clarification but you could always take it so like with mine if i were to do a clarification my next card was the inverted eight of pentacles which is dedication applying your all to a goal. So because I chose to read it finally as I'll have an opportunity to basically leave work is how I took it, because that's saying dedication and stuff, but it's inverted. Maybe it's encouraging me, yeah, you need to leave. You need to not apply your all to where you are. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, I think that was a very good read. And... It'll be good for us to practice this. Right. So. Yeah. I think what we might do, I think for us specifically, we could probably do like a weekly meetup where we just read and then bounce each other's off uh, ideas off. Yeah. But I think it would be cool to close out uh, episodes possibly with like just a quick, maybe a few more cards just to get an idea because I know we can go a long time before y'all hear the next episode or specifically we record the next episode. Yeah. So maybe like uh maybe do like a four card spread and make it like a month. I or think something. that'd be good. Yeah. Who knows? But yeah, I hope y'all have uh enjoyed our tarot mini series. So I was scared we would have to make it uh, a third episode, but I'm glad we didn't. We just no, thank goodness. barreled right on through. We're gonna go ahead and uh, close this out again. If you all want to talk with us about tarot or anything else that we've covered or suggest other coverage topics our email is jadedbrosespodcast at gmail.com you can also follow find and follow you don't have to just follow us on facebook at facebook.com slash jadedrosespodcast and our twitter handle is jadedroses with an underscore after it also on uh, that twitter profile you'll see our personal twitter handles but yeah we uh do appreciate all of y'all for sticking with us this uh, mm-hmm. endeavor into tarot we hope that it'll be a, a recurring kind of thing for us but uh yeah for now we are pretty we are thorny and we are very much over this bullshit uh we'll see you next time and stay thorny bye